It's Table Talk Time, we've enrolled. I'm Jazza. I'm Dave. I'm Jen. And I'm Rob. And we're picking up where we left off in Reboot, this time Chapter 14. And it's meeting time, people. But first, a couple of very quick mentions. Most importantly, our patrons who get a very fancy scroll above our heads and below Dave's. We're have someone read. Hey, yeah, let's read it. I'm going to start with Lena Witzner. The Dark Fox. We appreciate you, Rob. I'm just going to stop it there. Do we it. love you, Jen. Follow at Narrator Dave on Twitter. It's free. We are so inspired by you, Jazza. You guys are great. And you can do the last <laughs> We appreciate you, Lockie, and you are awesome. Congratulations, Tris, for making the Dean's List. We appreciate you so much. They're the names. They're our patron they're, names. They're our patrons God changed their names to that because uh, we're the highest, highest tier. We're just reading them out. Joe, Joe Pence. Pence. Oh, Karen uh, Thank you all so much. And all our other patrons, thank you very much for your support. Thank you. It really helps us make amazing content, make more content, do bigger, better, brighter things. And so does 10% off merch! Yeah! Links in the description, bitches! I uh, that was that sounded way more aggressive than I intended it to. <laughs> all right, we have, a, we have a meeting to attend to. We're not going to do a summary, because you've all been waiting for this. We went, la, Summary of last episode. We tried to attend the meeting. It didn't happen. It didn't happen Many well. ones were rolled. Souls were sold. You got robbed. We resorted <laughs> to going back, to ugly again for now help. He shipped you in a casket, express post. Yeah. And I picked up a listening device. We ended up in a showroom with Oscar, and you literally signed your life away to a company as a volunteer. And I'm in debt to ugly. Yes. Yay! What a good session. You really uh, fucked the last I'm, episode. I am... Like, fucking hell. Or for someone who just escaped the slave trade, he's... uh, Straight back into it. (laughs) Ooh, old habits. Am I right? Now I'm sad. At least you can cross the city, I guess, without... I just need to collate my notes and add all the... What is... While Dave's Dave's doing that... You know what I should do? Something really, really professional. I should write a reference to what just happened. That's a good idea. That might help. Yeah. Also, this D20 is banned. It's right away. We are never using... Someone someone suggested we do a video. Do you have a hydraulic press by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> this freaking D20 is oh, the cause um, of all those that's troubles. That's new, new subscriber goal then. Oh, um, Crush the Can we? Yeah, our new subscriber goal is to buy a hydraulic <laughs> no. press <laughs> to destroy <laughs> d- the Rent demonic dyes. That's so oh. much cooler. That would be pretty good. That'd be and good, then one of us would get content. to drive a steamroller. That would be cool. While Dave's making his notes, I'm just going to mention the podcast. Go follow the podcast. We're slow. We're very slowly but steadily growing on the podcast, and it's really nice. It's like, and you know what? Reboot is the most listened to thing. It's consistently at the moment. It's consistently at six or hundred, six or seven hundred. Wow, listens per episode. Really big, actually. Yeah, consistently. Look, that's That's better than your your uncle's garage D and D podcast. Is that actually a thing? Everyone's uncle has a D&D podcast, Oh, I thought that was, like, the name of... Anyway. No. I think I'm the uncle with the D&D podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's play. It's cold. Could you bitch and rob? I thought he was well playing for a second. Our characters embark on an epic entrapment adventure. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Okay, so, you're heading into the city. You are currently at the... Amben Pharmaceuticals facility with mm-hmm. Oscar. Um, he has just made pro his property. And shortly after, police robots 
and personnel turn up. There is a brief discussion and people are scanned. The area uh, is surveyed. The police come in, robots especially, and scan bodies. And once you are taken, they're taken into a back office and there are like bodies in tanks, like of multiple ages and sizes that are clone bodies, you assume, grown and left in vats. Um, And in this process, you are scanned and you come up clean. Is that just for my ability to be in this building or in the city? You're not sure what it means, but okay. you're scanned as it would assume property of Ambon Pharmaceuticals as a well, an organ sort of body. Okay. Yeah. But then the police leave. Probably takes about 15 minutes. Um, and it's all sorted out. And Oscar takes you into one of the dressing rooms in the facility. There are a couple of drones there very quickly uh, ask for your choice your chosen attire for the evening and there's kind of a grim undertone of realizing that effectively this is where people like pick what they're going to be reborn into so like what am I going to wear if I die when I wake up what am I dressed as in my body my backup body um, and then these it feels would, mildly poetic. These these bodies would then be um, would then have been sent off um, to reboot Corporation. But there's a lot of stuff in the air that's happening right now um, with the company that Seb has not been paying attention to because he's been distracted in the last month. But we'll get to that tonight. So you pretty much have your selection of what to wear. Dressing gown. Unless smelling Ugly's cologne on his collar makes you feel comfortable. No. I'm just thinking, this is sappy, because I'm going through what Pro would do in my head. He's got very few references of respectable people in his existence. Like, all through his upbringing, there weren't any that he would look at and think, that's someone I would want to be like, right? Frankly, the only consistent one is actually said. So he's probably, like, picking subconsciously something that's... uh quite similar to Seb's outfit. Maybe less like not quite a vest. Maybe a little more like somewhere a little more casual, but yeah, definitely getting the jacket and pants and trying to just keep it simple. Doesn't want to stand out. So I think he goes, you know, black uh, suit Mm -hmm. and uh, say like navy blue button up shirt. You, you stand in a machine which does a 3D scan of your body very quickly and rapidly through a glass screen you can see, uh, after you've made your selections, little shelves pop out and robotic arms and drop them down and then these uh, machines like unfold them, instantly pull them onto a dress form sort of, like legs, mm-hmm. um, tailor them, like all these things, just like minor altercations, all made almost momentarily while you can watch, and then it all comes together. And within a couple of minutes, it's all folded back together, and like a shoot goes and pops out. And um, that would be where the body would then be dressed. But you are capable of dressing yourself. So I get dressed, and I look dapper, except I'm caked with makeup, hiding all my bruises and cuts. And your makeup is improved <laughs> in this facility. Some okay. robots come in and like. <laughs> wipe it all off. Yeah. Do it properly. Um, a, a gauze bandage is placed on the back of your head. Uh, it was kind of roughly done. It's like mm-hmm. neatly bandaged I was just going to say, is there something I can sort of 
still appearing respectable, but sort of more towards my character style, have something either glasses or like head Would you like dressing. a mullet? No. <laughs> I would not like a mullet. I can still 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 see it being popular in Australia in 2019. They are, yeah, of course. They offer you hair extensions. My hair's reasonably long, but yep. like I'll, I'll go like slightly and then I can like pull it back. Yep. And artificially um hair which creepily is probably real hair um is weaved quickly and like and sorted out. It probably takes like five or ten minutes, and then you have it just extends your hair, sweeps it back in style to cover up the injury because you have like matted blood in your hair that gets cleaned out. Are there glasses like, like Seb's? Yeah, there's glasses that act like. No. Okay, no. that's an expensive piece of. You I, could pretend. Am I able to talk to Oscar while this is happening? Yeah, yeah. You're in a room, probably with Eve. Are you with it with the patient? Sure. Cool. Someone approached me and asked to spy on you. What? On me? Well, well on you and, and, and at this meeting. <sighs> Why? Uh, I sent him the documentation that Rag sent me. Interesting. Your dad is very smart being that he is a PhD doctor scientist. Doctor of business. <laughs> President business. Oh, that's a shocking roll. Mm. I always roll badly. If we haven't Tonight started to figure that out. No, always. It's just me and dice. So, he scratches his chin. Ah, well, I don't know anything about it, but unfortunately... It's kind of the flow of things. Technology moves, always has, and eventually we lose control of it. Could Ambin be implicated in this? Well, it depends. It's not our technology reboot. It's not us. We make the bodies. In fact, I mean, we we make bodies. So it doesn't make sense for it to be us, even from the inside. We would sell, if there was some kind of corporate espionage, surely it would be someone trying to leave and sell bodies, I guess. Stolen Meat. What should we do? What do you know about the guy? I sent him the minutiae of information I know about Rags, the fact that he's a politician. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not too familiar with him. New on the scene. I don't like being the middleman. Hand me the device. I hand him the 
Um, he walks over, hands it off to a robot. Um, actually, you recognise that he's with Jeeves and Gerard. <laughs> and he says, Jeeves, um, destroy this. And he takes it off. Gerard, um... And he silently, with technology, sends a command. And shortly later, the, uh, shortly after the two return, and Gerard hands you a slightly different small box. I open it. And you notice quite similar listening devices in it. He says, A bargaining chip's a bargaining chip, son. And unfortunately, business can get dirty. But I'd rather be in control of exactly who is listening to the information and how it becomes distributed. I think you're ready to learn a lot more about the world. And uh, one of those things is making sure you hold the cards. It's one of the reasons we originally wanted you here tonight. Thank you for trusting me. Always have some. It's the company you keep that sometimes we don't trust. <laughs> okay. Cool. So he basically gives you the blessing to spy on them. Oh, he effectively is like, fuck it, we're spying on them. I wonder why. And by that time, the group unites. Pro, we're looking good. Am I? You yes, but with the pallor of someone like the like the wedding day, like the groom at the at the wedding, who's like looking good, they're done up, but there's like the cold sweat and like the that nervous mm-hmm. or like the fever at the you know, fever but they're at an important meeting. So you've got this like behind the eyes like of being on a cocktail just more trauma guys painkillers and pain and physical trauma yep uh yeah I'm not feeling too crash hot but as long as I look the part that's all that matters right I'm gonna hold your hand and say your pulse is rushing yeah scared Eve I don't know what they're gonna think of me I don't even know what I'm gonna say sure as hell don't wanna know what I'm gonna find out but I gotta face this shit. We will be here with you. I hug Eve. She hugs you back. Cool. And you kind of awkwardly wait there for a little bit longer uh, until a car pulls up out the front. It's a limousine, in fact, a modern equivalent. And the door is opened by Jeeves as he approaches, offering everyone to get in. Heck yeah. Can I run pro through who we're meeting in detail, or as much detail as I can? Sure. So you know you're meeting the Clements. Uh, you haven't kept track on them lately, mm-hmm. um, but you know that Isaac is a bit of a powerhouse businessman. Um, he's thinning black hair, very sharp features, very... Um, Stern man, and a man that is known to be not particularly caring, but he is an immaculate businessman. Head of Reboot? He is the head of Reboot. Uh, at least their, their Oceania division. Mm-hmm. 
And Persia, his wife, is a larger woman uh, who is well known for her parties and her hosting. She is um, the perfect accompaniment. She's the soft to his hard that kind of makes like it's the balance that allows them to do some really cool things business-wise together. They're a really power duo. Um, but yeah, beyond that, you know, just basically about Reboot, um, they run the operation in Oceania. Uh, it started in Oceania. They have the proprietary technology, but it's been off managed by multiple companies overseas. And yeah, their big flagship thing right now is. I have a question. Yeah. Um, as far as history tells, was it a solo endeavor or did he have a partnership or who? Uh, Isaac, is that his name? The mm-hmm. with, creative. with creating it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the rough history is effectively, uh, there were two companies, Reboot and um, Reboot was a relaunch of a company too. It wasn't originally called Reboot. There was a technical company that is many years ago. Right. Um, it would have been his parents. Mm-hmm. And they basically built this company up to build technology and it built good technology. They built robots, they built drones, a lot of things like that. Um, eventually... They um, they had a technology. They were working on consciousness transfer and also on prosthetics, but then it led into consciousness transfer. And uh, the Reboot Corporation was... Sorry, not the Reboot. Ambin Pharmaceutical came along and they had been working on their cloning technology. And for a period of time, approximately 35 years ago odd, just slightly longer... Um, they began to do looking into organ harvesting with cloned bodies and a few options down that line. And then for a very long time, there was a strong business relationship with Ambin and uh, Reboot Corp, whereby uh, Ambin provided all the bodies that Reboot consciousness transferred into. However, time moves on and companies want to hold profit. Um, So you know that in recent years, uh, Reboot had put a lot of R&D into human cloning and development of that sort of stuff too. And Reboot has now got equivalent level technology and has stopped buying a big percentage um, of their property from Amber. However, the situation was saved as Amber themselves developed technology with their geneticists far beyond what uh, Reboot could do. So they escalated to the bespoke so then it became Ambin is a major bespoke company mm-hmm. uh, and the merging of the two became effectively creating a bespoke but even more so because they can be now beyond human at this stage um, and then pairing that with consciousness transfer. So and it's the marriage of the two. And then that's how What's-His-Face was created, right? The, the robot that who got, turned into... Yeah, correct. He was a robot that's Noah. consciousness what was, was the transferred. Name of Sorry. Noel. Noel. No, no, Everyone no, calls no. him Noah. It's Noel with an L. Mm-hmm. Noel. No. no. Was he the first Noel? What? <laughs> what does that even mean? I get it. Thanks, Rob. I'm sorry. Continue. Cool. And that's probably the recent history today was that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much it. Okay. Cool. So he was Thanks. he was a test subject, Noel, and then he disappeared. <laughs> I don't get it at all. The first oh. Noel. It's a Christmas, Christmas song. song. Yeah. What? He's playing dumb. No, no. I often play dumb. Are no you very serious? You've never the heard first Noel. 
You haven't heard the Christmas song, The First Noel? Here's here's my list of Christmas songs that I hear. All I want for Christmas. (laughs) That's it, on repeat. Okay. Wow. And Michael Buble on... So basically, I don't listen to Christmas. Uh, Well, this was a learning moment that none of us expected. Maybe I didn't have a very good Christmas child. (laughs) I did. I'm just kidding. No, I just don't familiar with that one. Wasn't on our family playlist. You're welcome. I'm glad I introduced you to a Christmas um, the classic. Fir- the first line. Now of let's immerse ourselves into a depressing cyberpunk world. <laughs> cool. Okay. So no, we'll keep that in there. Okay. Nyla is sitting in the car with her legs crossed, looking at a data slate. As you all enter the limousine, she looks across from you. Her glasses, very similar to Sebastian's, quickly scanning their surroundings, and she says with a quip, "Ah, oh, son, good to see you." And um, ooh. We've acquired a new asset, I see. Welcome. Come in. Come in. Champagne's in the cooler. Step in and grab a glass. Where did they brand you? It was a. It was like in your bone. Yeah, like into my arm, leg, sternum. Oh, chest. Oof. Okay. I'm going to say go easy on the champagne. You were saying, you know, I was going to. Um, You were saying deep in muscle tissue, though. You said yeah. deep in muscle Jeez. tissue. There's not a lot of muscle into the sternum. Backside of your sternum. What? Oh, fuck you. I shouldn't have said anything. They went through the back, dodged the organs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It curled. It curled. Um, I was just thinking, I was like, I need to come up with a place you couldn't easily remove. And that's, yeah. that, that was my, I was like, oh, we could just get rid of it. So, yes, back of your sternum. Mm, yeah, ouch. How they did it? Dunno. <laughs> Horrifying? Sure. <laughs> Cyberpunk dystopia? Who cares? Okay. Nice. We're in a limousine. You're in a limousine. You know, I have nothing to say to Nyla. If so, we move on. Yep. We move on. I make general chit chat. Fine, okay. Mom. I'm not getting our deep. I'm not getting our deep character moments. They just want to go to the meeting. Fine. <laughs> We're not having a the limousine. We've been through a yeah. lot, Dave. We are not adding deterrence. We're getting to this fucking meeting, Dave. The limousine. We don't want to do anything that will risk us needing to make a destiny <laughs> roll. Honest, sorry. <laughs> the limousine drives to. Docklands. What do you mean the ice cream machine is broken? <laughs> the limousine drives to Docklands in Melbourne. So basically, so it's a ghost town. Not anymore. That's a joke. And you guys are shocking. Um, <laughs> and you get out, and you are taken to a private pier, where there is a rather lovely-looking yacht, which you are swiftly taken towards. There's a fence. There's security. Robots, large, bulky framed security robots of a type you don't often see. Uh, you're gestured through, you're all guests, and you head on onto the yacht. There is a. This is a really nice yacht, I say to Eve. It seems a little impractical. I cannot swim. <laughs> I've moved around. You don't have lungs. I will drown. <laughs> uh, I will sink. You don't get seasick, do you? Uh, I, I don't know if I could feel worse than I do now, but, uh, you know, surprises always seem to come along. So let's find out, shall we? Cool. I am not destiny rolling to see if I get seasick. You all are welcomed aboard. And then, shortly after, 
kind of left. You're just ushered into a general deck area. Uh, you can you have free reign of a lot of the boat. You haven't been introduced to anyone. You've just been introduced by like welcome to the boat by robots. There's a few human staff as well, and the boat pulls up from port. I um I'm going to say that your parents uh basically head over to the bar and get fixed a drink. I said to Seb, you know I'm, I don't think I've ever been to a meeting before. Uh, are they usually like this? In this circle? Yeah. Wow. I guess there are perks of being the asset then. <laughs> also, by the way, through all this time, you were meeting in the afternoon. It's now like sun going down. Yeah. Cool. I nod towards the bar. Oh, I had a drink, but shall we? I keep you coming. You would have finished that one in the car. Yeah, but I know that, like, I shouldn't. Yeah. Trusting. Dog. Okay. Don't trust myself. I want to investigate, like, the yacht and kind of know if is it, like, a rental or is it, like, their family? Like, the pictures of people and. It seems owned. There's a lot of. Am- um, sorry, there's a lot of reboot, like, stuff, accolades, photos of meetings and things like that. Okay. Um, around, are you just staying in this general sort of room that's a foyer, or are you heading onto the deck, or w- what are you planning to do? Just sit at the bar until you get called. You've been yes. overtly told as well by the, like they basically said like feel free to. Oh, I'll to go explore the decks. Yeah, I'll yeah, go cool. wander around. Why not? So Eve walks off. You two are sitting at the bar. I am very much staying in my comfort zone at this point in time. Where do you head, Eve? Let's head outside. Outside, you head onto the deck. And uh, as you wander around, you watch Melbourne slowly get further away. As Is you the star out. still there? The star? Melbourne star, the observation wheel. That never runs. No. <gasps> what happened? The Melbourne star is no longer there. Oh, what a tragedy. No one used it. <laughs> it's, it's really true. Expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's out to viewers who have seen the London version. It's the crap and too expensive version. <laughs> of that. A lot of money. It's much smaller and far more boring, and in a very like unimpressive. It's like, oh look, it's ocean, ocean, ocean factory district. <laughs> <laughs> and let's put a ride in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's gone. Uh, unfortunately, um, okay, it, it's cool. yeah, it's no longer there. Because I hate it. It's not there anymore. Is the Westgate Bridge still there? Yeah, yeah probably. Of course. It's been just renovated. It's a brand new bridge, but same that's location. Probably a good idea. Fancy. Yeah, brand new bridge, same location. It's <laughs> <laughs> just shitting on our city right now. Hey, I'm just pointing out the there's landmarks. Beautiful cafes in the city. That's true. They serve some of the best coffee in the world. Is the Eureka Sky Deck still visible? Eureka Tower is probably uh, considered pretty well. much like a. It's heritage listed. It's almost, it's <laughs> yeah. almost like it's one of the smaller. Look, it's still there. It's one of the like less impressive buildings. And in then the area. does like Crown Casino take over like fifty percent of Melbourne now? It's in the entirety of South Bank. <laughs> yeah, sure. Where's <laughs> Luna Park a, in a this mess? Of, uh, Luna Park. Luna Park is exactly the same. <laughs> it's, today. it's still boasting the it's oldest. It's lost a tooth. Lines falling out. It's still boasting the oldest wooden roller coaster in the southern hemisphere. <laughs> yes, it completely has. unchanged. And equally as terrifying. <laughs> really all these in jokes for our viewers. Yeah, I was just like, how many non Aussies right now are just like checked out? 
Yeah. Anyway. So this, we need this. You guys get your all your yeah, LA you and your London. Some. Like, you know, we need. We, there's got to be some stuff out there with. We've got a Ferris Oz wheel. Yeah, we got a. We got a shit Ferris wheel and a shit theme park, <laughs> and a medium size tower for today. But for 2090, probably pretty shit. I'm as well. sorry, the Penguin Parade isn't on anymore. Oh, I don't think you'd be able to that see it. What we need to <laughs> That's the beach episode we have to do. Okay. <laughs> we do a day trip. <laughs> All right. On deck. You're on the deck. Mm. And where do you go on the deck? Front? Back? Oh, nautical people will get me in trouble for saying front or back. <laughs> do you go to the bow or the stern? Port side or starboard? The, the port? Both. <laughs> it's the left side. The front of the you boat. Go to the <laughs> I don't do the Titanic. Okay, you approach the front of the boat, and you actually see someone standing at the front with their elbows leaning over the very front of the boat. Um, they have like white to candy pink short hair, like neck size bob cut, blowing in the wind. Uh, and you pretty quickly appraise they have a very athletic frame. They're currently wearing yoga out, like yoga clothes. They're sitting on the front of the. They're like now. Looks like they've done a workout and they're leaning on the front of the deck and looking out. That's all. That's all that's there other than a view of the Port of Melbourne leaving. I'm assuming female? Female, yes. Okay. Cool. I'm not going to interact with her because that would be weird because she doesn't require medical assistance, Mm. I would assume, right? I'd say no. No, yes. (laughs) Unless you got a bottle of electrolyte-filled water. (laughs) Um, I'll just explore the whole top of the cool. every side and in the back. So I'll move to the side. Yeah. You explore a very large, opulent um, yacht with not particularly many people on it, and the only people you see are staff and the person with the pink hair mm-hmm. and robots until you eventually, I'm guessing, wake your way back to the bar. Yep. Cool. And if no one else is doing anything, time passes until such time as there is a grand introduction of Isaac and his wife, Persia entering the room there is a moment of phony greeting between the families uh, and it is when uh, Isaac and Persia turn their attention to you that we will begin the scene so Isaac approaches Sebastian first Sebastian hey how are you doing buddy Isaac good to see you it's been a while how long has it been Probably like years, a couple of years. Uh, at least four years. At least. Hey, well, you haven't changed a day. And you know what? That is testament to your parents' wonderful work. They know their stuff. They're absolute best. You are the absolute best. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, look, it's you are finally at the table. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Your parents have been angling in. Maybe you would be coming in and stepping into some stuff. It's yeah. very nice to see, son. Very nice to see. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, so um, what are you doing nowadays? Uh, still studying, but also working on a bit of a philanthropic enterprise out in the uh, outer suburbs. Tax write-off? Of course. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Um, and who are you, mate? I'm Isaac Clement. I'm uh, Peter. I say after hesitating and hold up my hand. Ah, no worries. He throws in a handshake and he's like, you don't act. Look, he's nervous, isn't it? Look, it's only me. I'm a regular guy just like everyone else. So it's all right. We're good. Like, I think I know who this guy is meant to be, but like, I, you know, have no respect or understanding for like how important he's meant to be. (laughs) Um, And you 
may have picked up he's a little bit similar to someone you know. There's some similar mannerisms and behaviours mm. in him that are a little, a little bit, bit similar ugly. to someone you know. Anyway, just leave that where it is. Did I was it did I say hmm? I said Let the people have their own fan theories. Don't Oh well that's mine. That's my fan theory. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so um and is one of you unwell? I see you've got um, an Eve unit here, I believe. Uh, she's been upgraded with a chaperone unit as well. Uh, very, very unusual. Oh, well, look, we've done similar things in our company. Might I suggest that um, the Reboot Corp model is pretty much outweighs what they... If you're not into anime and the Japanese stuff, our model outperforms across at least seven of the ten benchmark tests. You should seriously consider getting a Reboot Corp uh, medical bot for all your needs. Um, I'll look into it. I don't know how much little kitties care about, um, I don't know, big shiny eyes or whatever, but we make our bots look a little bit more human. (laughs) Fair. Yeah, anyway. So... Should we get to bit dinner, everyone? I'm famished. In this time, Persia has been talking to your parents and everyone's being social. It's not like one person talking and everyone's being awkward, but I can't do three people yeah, yeah, at yeah. once. Yep. So, um, yeah, and you're taken into a large uh, meeting room. You are all seated at the table. Dinner is served. What's on the menu? <laughs> Atlantic salmon. I love it. Well cooked. I'm going to assume I'm not seated at the table, right? No, you just kind of can that stand. That salmon yeah. has been chipped a long way. <laughs> Shut up. Why? Because the Atlantic is on the other side of the world. Yeah, but we get Atlantic salmon in Australia all the time. It's a breed yeah. of fish. Is that the way they do it? Probably. Yeah, predominantly Usually from the, the Atlantic Tasmanian. Ocean. They actually grow them in Tassie. Let's say, let's say, meeting people... <laughs> <laughs> Delicious salmon and some fresh caught local snapper. You can choose snapper. Love a good bit of snapper. It's good. Um, yeah. So you're seated at the table. Uh, you notice at this point that there is already someone sitting at the table. There is a immediately captures your attention. Um, a boy. You'd say no older than thirteen or fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is clearly. A bespoke. Uh, he actually he has hair that you would only describe as like gold spun into hair. Its color is impossible, and his eyes are a vibrant yellow as well. Um, but he is, you know, thin, um, and he looks. He was looking down at a tablet on the table, and his eyes just come up and lock with yours, and then bounce to every person in the room for a few seconds, and then he goes back to playing on his tablet. Is the girl with the pink hair here? Is she not? Too no. Soon? Yeah. Okay. Um, is Isaac still near me? Yep. Who's the kid? <sighs> Uriel, introduce yourself. Come on. The kid looks up. He's just like, "Hey, that's my son." That's a new development. <laughs> Depends how closely you've been paying attention. But, um, yeah, he's new, I guess, as the family goes. Um, Persia didn't have it in her for a, you know, young ones can be so demanding. He's been with us for uh, three years now. 
And where, of course, is our dear Gabby? Um, Persia looks up. Oh, she, uh, she she said she wouldn't be making it to dinner. Isaac rolls his eyes. Yes, of, of course. Uh, and then almost on cue, the girl with the pink hair pops her head in. And she's just like, sorry, training. Um, but have fun. Yeah. Bye. I love you, mom. Dad. See ya. Door shuts. Walks out. And you sit down and basically involved in a talking dinner where the discussion quickly leads towards moving forward with marketing reboots. Sebastian, at any point, do you activate your surveillance or plant surveillance anywhere? Not in the middle of dinner. I feel like this is something I should have thought about and probably done around the boat while we were waiting. I gave you many opportunities. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's honestly, that's why I was like, are you guys doing it? Like so many times before and I'm like, are you guys doing anything? Cause I was like trying to give you opportunities to do that. You but still can stick it's fine. The it doesn't mean anything bad. It just means that that hasn't been done yet. Okay. So no, they're currently inactive. Um, they talk about the AI that has been controlling e- a reboot. They say it has been operating, functioning, performing perfectly, running the necessary calculations and modifications for the new U treatment at an astonishing rate. Information you kind of already know. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to the existing methods, which are human done and modification. Um, they're saying that it would massively cut down costs um, in by fine-tuning the process, speeding it up, but also in um, reducing the waste associated with new you, which is not something you've frequently talked about. Um, and you have an opportunity to press that point. If not, they'll skim over. Waste? Question mark? Uh, well, yeah, yes, of course, there's some level of waste some involved in the process. Such as? Well, um, customers have exacting standards. It's not particularly easy. I mean, uh, he briefly gestures over uh, over to Uriel and he says, um, gold hair isn't exactly a natural trait, you see. Um, and if it doesn't come out right, well, we have to discard And then Isaac like jumps in with it. And that is an expensive process. So by eliminating the variables and making sure we can nail it, get it right the first time, we are cutting costs. And my proposal is basically that we uh, pass the profits and the savings on to us. And then he smiles and looks around the table. Uh, there's a bit of laughter from... Um, Nyla and also from his wife, Persia. How do you plan to do that? Well, if we can get the AI operating fully, which in testing it is, and manage that in charge of reboot, we can market the process to uh, a whole larger audience. We can bring down costs slightly and probably triple, quadruple. A robot brings in sales uh, sheets quadruple our sales, uh, make it more realistic for a select few in society, and um, we can double our cost saving measures, effectively improving our profit by fifty percent at least, and that's on a per um, per body basis. Once you get them hooked, we have also the chance of repeat customers. You see, um, 
people who love the idea of one body, well, hey, they might fall out of love with it. Like a new car, right? You understand. So if we bring down the price a little bit, we actually stand to make a lot more money in the long term. What, ah. what is... Yeah, go. What's the long term, like, look like? I mean, at this point, probably feels the eyes on him. Mm. And and specifically <laughs> the golden burning eyes of Ariel across the table. His eyes watch everyone. It's almost creepy. In fact, it is creepy. He sort of probably sits back and then just... Stops himself as if that was the entirety of his question and it wasn't leading anywhere else. <laughs> um, at this point, um, Persia says, uh, Peter, was it? Yes. Oh, what is it you do? What is it you do? Oh, I'm a consultant. Well, we just, this, the future is making a lot of money and eventually when Isaac and I get old, we might like to upgrade into a little improvement she makes a little joke and like pats down her body and she's like an upgrade as if it's all very cute and easy okay have you not thought about it yourself no I, I don't have the luxury ma'am see I I'm a consultant to Sebastian here uh, in his film philanthropic efforts in the well in the slums that's what that's where I come from uh, how I ended up here is a very complex and interesting story for an entirely different day, but I can't help but see the other side of things a little bit. And I just sort of wonder if after years and years of this, keeping profits, getting the next beautiful body how maybe in the long term if things continue to fall apart elsewhere there might be an entire structural decomposition that doesn't serve you Isaac jumps in well don't worry about that it's all well managed it's an interesting point and it's great it is great Sebastian that you are hiring <laughs> consultants that deal with things and think about these things um, I agree I have consultants of my own that come up with the same thing but our projections show that um, the people out in the slums, they are sitting at a satisfaction level of at least 34% when polled. Now, they have their base needs provided through philanthropic efforts, uh, and it keeps them occupied. And that turnover of um, secondary tax write-offs also increases our, our profit revenue. We're, we're looking at positivity across the board. In fact, the lowering of, well, market research has shown that the lowering of the entry point to new you will actually raise slum satisfaction levels, or at least their placidity levels, because they will be less likely to engage in any kind of um, social uprising that you might have suggested. Look, we have entire teams working on this kind of market research. Um, we're quite certain that this will be a positive move for the reboot brand and moving forward for new you as a product. Well, sounds like you've certainly done your research. Uh, well, mostly. There's only so far theory can get you. Of, of course, but uh, look, it's been tried and true for 40 years now, in fact, um, since the, the wall went up to keep the rabble out, as they say. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's look, it's been operating, it's working, and I mean, I don't need to sell you guys on it. And he gestures across, um, he gestures across to your parents, and they nod and smile, and they're like, oh, "Of course, of course, yes, yes, yes." Um. So, <coughs> look, here is where we. Hmm, I guess um, I'm going to cut to Oscar. Oscar. Uh, Surely in all of this, though, you require um, a a more deft and fine-tuned hand of genetic work from Ambon Pharmaceutical. I mean, a robot can only do so much. It doesn't have the creativity and the craftsmanship required to produce uh, specimens of perfect, exacting quality. Well, like your own lovely children, of course. I mean, you wouldn't want to leave them in the hands of a robot, would you? Ridiculous. So, uh, of course, Ambin will be there alongside. I sort of glance across at Eve. <laughs> Excuse me. And, uh, I... I potentially think that perhaps there could be more to serve... If we reduce the costs even further, uh, we could cut our profit margin. Uh, well, on a per unit basis, we could maintain the profit margin, but pass that cost saving benefit into the final marketed price and make this accessible for uh, a wider group of people, surely. Um, look, we don't have to talk tens of millionaires to be able to afford this, right? Hundreds of millionaires. Surely the, the entire you know, upper strata of society should have access to it. I, I certainly believe that that's the dream I've had for the technology, and I'd hope you'd share the same thoughts, Isaac. I don't want to overstep my bounds here, but it sounds like I'm... I mean, let's face it. I didn't expect to be at this table today anyway, so whatever I say is not going to be probably the right thing anyway. Uh... The fact is, I feel like I'm sitting at a table of very, very clever people talking about how to keep their thrones as kings, but you have what it takes to be gods, and you're talking about profit margins. If you gave reboot to the scum and reshaped society in your own image, imagine what the real future could hold. Destiny wrong. <laughs> oh, please don't use that one. Oh, Why no. This could it. be the best or worst thing ever. You can also make a persuasion roll, actually. <sighs> and I did check the rule book, and that's minus to physical okay, based. Cool. So, persuasion is just. I'm going to destiny for something else. Well, it's associated to the same, but the persuasion will go separately. Oh, Five. So, not off. good. Five. Not good. I am going to burn my last destiny point in my persuasion check. I'm going to get Seb to make a destiny too, because uh, not a destiny, a, um, a perception check. What's the challenge Eve, level? Eve can too. The challenge level of this persuasion is it's opposed. It's a persuasion. Okay. And you'll be opposing a very driven man. Can I be assisted? Can some, Can you assist me, buddy? Can you assist me? Can you be on the corner, Seb, and be like, oh, sure. yeah, oh, that's a good idea. Never thought of that one. Have you have everyone here? You can opt to do one of two things. Assist in the negotiation or observe for the thing that is happening in the room. You can be keenly watching the deal or you can be involved in the talkies. 
so fucking intense. I think Peter's suggestion is quite in line with uh, with my father's, just taking it the extra step and extending it to, to those a little bit further out of uh, the more traditional circle. It could be like a lottery, but a generous one. I think there's merit to it for deserving individuals. I'm going to get you to assist then. Go with your assist perk first. Please use and destiny gonna, on your assist. I'm actually not going to set... I'm not going to do an opposer off of this because it doesn't make sense. Because he statistically will not have the same odds of just dice yeah. to defend. So the challenge level for this is going to be six. It is going to be nigh impossible to convince this a- asshole businessman that he should in some way even consider this. Yeah. But you, you can chance it. Challenge level six, but you get to do the assist here. Destiny on your assist. Destiny on your assist. You, you're the one who has the impact to make this possible. You're the one who has the impact to make this possible. What the <laughs> fuck? Why would you even try this? I, I'm in it. Fuck I started it. it. Yeah, I'll go for advantage. One, two, three, oh. four, five, six, seven, eight. You add five successes onto your roll. Five wins onto the roll. So my challenge level is effectively... Can critical? Or does it not work that way? No, because it's no. an assist, you can't critical on it. No. Bastard. It's just an assist. That's incredible. That, that was a three. That and you also, you can't change. Is your heart you racing? My heart is racing. You can add a win. <laughs> it's fucking intense. You get five wins added to this six. What's the yeah. challenge level? Six. six. And he gets five wins added. So okay. you, if you flop this roll... And I've destiny roll... Des- I've burned to you destiny. you your last destiny point. All right, can you move your dice, Rob? Yeah, get your dice out of the way. And don't put your phone there because it messes up stuff. Put it on your lap. Just throw it there. Please be good. Oh my god! Oh my god! I got one. Which means you match. Which I means I match. And defenders win. No, 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 no. That was a challenge oh, level. Right. You said a challenge yeah, you, level. You said it's not opposed. Right. That you're rolled. Right. All the fails, it hit rolled to the one and back to the four. That is a success. Can I roll my perception? Yeah, I'm like, fuck it. I had the idea to say it, and then the bad thing that happened at the table Mm. is um, you notice that the boy Uriel watches everything insanely closely, like he's scanning things with like a kind of yeah, a real focus, and. He watches, but you also notice the the imperceptible to most people, but you're a drone, a medical drone, um, fluctuations in behavior and mood. And he especially observes Oscar and Nyla during the offering and talking about the cheapness and making it available to the slums and their reactions that seem to be like almost hoping that it happens. And you see him keenly note it and then just like on his little thing which idly looks like he's playing a game. Mm. You know he's not. He's like in a in a impossibly accurate way cataloging, chronicling and like monitoring this whole engagement. Okay. Is your heart racing? I just can't believe I rolled that well. That was you thank, you. thank you. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Your hands are so warm. <laughs> They're <laughs> like little I'm on fire. <laughs> All right. All right. What happens? So, Isaac says so you think that there's merit in you and your consultant in providing you, you two 
Well, you said reboot, providing reboot to the slums. I thought did, we were... Did you want to refer to New Year? We were talking about okay, New Year. You said reboot, yeah. but just for clarity. Okay. Oh, sorry. So, you want to take New Year to the slums. Talk me through it some more. Look... This is an open table. We wouldn't be having this meeting if anything was off the table. I so think it's about what... I'll hear it. I've spent a lot of time out there recently, and uh, I think, you know, there are individuals out there that have proved themselves to be better and more than where they were born. So are you suggesting targeted recruitment of individuals of promise for the company? I mean, that's one avenue. These people do show promise in given in their situation where they are. Uh, and I think given the opportunity, they could do great things. It's Seb's gift to find the diamonds in the rough. I don't mean to refer to myself in that sense, but given the rough that I was raised in, I would, I would have to say, uh, you know, we can find people who could change. I was one of them. He found me. Look, so far... The scum of the slums, of which I have thoroughly been a part, has been led by the stick and nothing else. But if you are the one with the carrot, then that level of satisfaction and hope and admiration is entirely controlled by you and in your hands. It's... It's genius. Brilliant. Oscar. Nyla. You've raised a genius. Well, you've made a genius. Well, you've made a few. Wow. I love it. I I love it. It is the best marketing. Noel, that was shit. That was garbage. Robot into a human? Who cares? More importantly, a slumber. My fair lady. It's a class. It's a tale as old as time. Beauty and the Beast. Everyone roots for the underdog, right? We pick them based off completely rigged merits. We handpick exactly who we want, and then we sell the dream. It becomes more than just about selling the hope of Reboot, but it becomes like a lottery. Maybe we make it a lottery. Uh, it's tax-deductible as well. It's brilliant. Who would have thought creating a personality would... Oh, wow. Guys... This is marketing gold. I'm going to fire half my staff for this. I don't know why they haven't come up with it. It's simple. We bring new you to the slums in a tangible way. So who do we start with? Have you got a candidate? We need a showcase. We need them on talent. Like we need them on TV, internet, everything. We need to publicize this. Well, that's Seb's gift. Sebastian, have you got anyone in mind? One or two. Well, tell me about them. Come on, I'm firing all pistons here. There's a, a young girl there who's shown incredible perseverance given the situation she's been raised in, beholden to a ruthless individual for her very survival. It's... Oh, I think of it... The innocence is palatable. It's marketable. It's brilliant because uh, the people, the city folk, won't rebel to that. A child is easy. Uh, they don't have the moral quandaries of maybe you know what she done in her life. Well, who could blame her? She's a child. 
they'll accept that. That's an uplift that we can sell. Um, I like it. So look, we'll hash out the details, but what we'll do is we will get, um, we'll get the brain working on couple of options um we need to make sure this new body is uh well it's got to be marketable it's got to be good um you know we'll say she chose it of course but we'll make sure that she's put in the most like it's good this is brilliant okay so and then we'll get a team organized with you to go and um fetch the candidate it's going to be fantastic well i'm excited okay um look i don't want to be forward about look i'm gonna come clean to be honest here we were we were gonna broker bad news um look oscar nyla we're friends and it's been an amazing business relationship but at some point we were gonna have to cut the cord like reboot can do what you guys can do and once we've got all the bugs figured out we're gonna be able to make your bespoke and don't worry we're not going to step on that market we were never going to you you've got bespoke right that's your thing we don't want to grow babies but we do want to create people's dreams and we were probably going to have to stop using your bodies but um put that on hold because i want to work a little bit more directly with your son i think he's got some ideas for how we can make more money than we've ever operated on anyway we got to get you um we got to get you to see the brain man we got to sort some things out we got a lot going on we're gonna have a busy schedule but i will get you hooked in on every level um make sure that's noted down Ariel. and uh, yeah this is uh, this is talking about you know life gives you lemons make lemonade hey eh? we gotta celebrate champagne champagne I think we found the villain of the series. <laughs> I've just sold my soul. No, no, no. This is that we are getting on the inside, which is exactly what we wanted it. But you know what? When ugly says you gotta get dirty to get anywhere, I think this is exactly where we're getting dirty, people. Oof. Anyway. We all have drinks and it's a yeah. celebration. We'll pick up. Next episode, yeah. That was an amazing dice roll. Did that go where you expected? No, because you achieved an incredible... Look, I give and I take it away. (laughs) (laughs) The the thing is, when the dice are are critical fails, it's got to go bad, right? But when you achieve... Like, challenge level six is... So it's impossible is eight. Practically impossible is seven. But six is like unfathomably difficult it's like the maximum realm of what someone could achieve and when you achieve that um in a role like you got and you burnt two destiny points between you to do it um it it takes that seat at the table we both did you both did and if you didn't it wouldn't have gone that way Hmm. so once you get to that point it's like well of course you know we we gotta gotta open that door man let's just take it that's a cool way because it's dark and you know you're opening the door to an ugly character and they've got a nasty plans. Like, they've immediately warped what you said and just said, oh, Songbird, that's great. We'll make her a body that's marketable, basically forcibly put her into it and then turn it all into a promo. But she keeps her memories and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, but imagine that. What? 
someone taking you and putting you in some yeah, other body. Yeah, it's messed up. But we she know what she's been too. through sure. and we can we can talk to her. We can. Are maybe. you guys actually on board for this? But like I body, hate it. Body and dysmorphia Sam, and stuff. Sam That's really, it, really... It's it has really to happen. Up. It has to happen. Not because this is the way it's going to go in the long term, because this is how we can shift them and get on the inside yeah. and use and it. And also, also... It's about using the connection and the trust to then, like... And you're not this even... Is, I'm not wanting to empower it. their bullshit, but it's either... We, like, let them talk about just taking more profit or we shape them towards opening up to a different perspective that we can then influence and then pull the rug from under them and fuck them over. That's how we do it. It's not by, like, letting them do the way... Like, you sort of prove your way in and... Yeah, yeah. Look, it's not great. Like, it's not a good thing that... Have to take a child that's... Yeah, but well, she, is, but she might see it as a huge judgy, opportunity. But, okay, before people get too judgy, you haven't done it yet. Yeah. No, no, no. Agreeing yeah, to do I mean, it is different to doing it. Exactly. And in this situation, what were you going to say? Uh, no. You know what I mean? Like, you oh, can and just. Yeah, and it's not going to be like without her consent. It'll be like, we'll talk to her and ugly and talk as a group to figure out, like, how can we uh, use this? I don't think this is going to go the way we hope it's going to go. But it's cyberpunk. Well, Eve, well, what is Eve? Episode. Yeah. Eve, Sorry. are you happy with how this is going? Is Eve happy with how this this arrangement is going? Eve sat through that conversation and heard everything. Eve has a lot to think about. Or does Eve have another path she could walk? His brain's a bit fried tonight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you all so much for watching Reboot Chapter 14. Wow. Is it? 14. That was 14. That was 14. Fuck. Make sure to like and subscribe and follow the podcast. 10% off of merch, become a patron and have a wonderful day. <laughs> and sorry, this episode was a bit All short. of those things in that order. Pl- no, I'm just kidding. The episodes were a bit short, the last two. Sorry. Yeah. But it's because right. Twitch gets a special one, one shot. It's very cool. And you guys so will check get us out to on enjoy Twitch. that Thanks soon guys. too. Follow Bye. on Twitch and Narada Dave on Twitter. Bye. Bye. That outro was too clean, so I had to just randomly cut in and say more nonsense. <laughs> I feel right. so bad.